0: Hi, everybody. This week on the RV Podcast, the best weather app for RV travelers.
1: Welcome, fellow travelers. It's time for another episode of the RV Podcast.
2: Answering your questions, sharing tips, suggesting great trips and off-the-beaten-path adventures, and always staying on top of the RV lifestyle news you need to know about with great interviews and inside industry information.
1: Here's your hosts, award-winning journalists Mike and Jennifer Wendland
0: everybody and welcome to episode 350 of the RV podcast and uh, we are delighted that you're here no matter what kind of an RV you have whether it is a motorhome a towable trailer a camper uh, even if you're just dreaming about getting an RV someday this podcast is for you because here we talk about getting out there enjoying God's amazing creation meeting interesting people boondocking discovering fun places And of course, always using the right gear and technology to enhance the RV lifestyle. So welcome. We are honored that you chose to put us in your ears this week. Well, we are coming to you today on location. We are in our RV and we are in the parking lot of a rather unique place in Tupelo, Mississippi. Joining me now my lifelong traveling companion, and my bride, Jennifer. Hi, my dear.
3: Hello, Michael.
0: Well, you want to tell him where we are?
3: We are in Tupelo and uh, learning about Elvis Presley.
0: We are in the parking lot of Elvis Presley's birth house, his birthplace. Thank you. Thank you very much.
3: Everybody knows about Elvis and his middle life season and his later life season but not that many people know about his beginnings this as a child. was his,
0: this was his home for 13 years and the entire town <laughs> uh, celebrates and honors uh, the king of rock and roll and we have spent the day today what did we do today tell them what we did today
3: well there were there was a driving tour of 14 spots yeah f- and so
0: how many spots
3: we saw 14
0: 14. Teen spots, men,
3: and they. Also, I had to
0: drive to every one of them. She had to see every one.
3: If you're going to do it, you got to do it right.
0: And then you wanted to do what else?
3: They had uh, guitars. <laughs> how many Wooden of those? Guitars. Over 25
0: all over town, and yes. men. She wanted to see that. I do the, I do the line there. I said we'll do a few. Um, but anyway, it, we really are having a good time. Kind of kidding around about it. The
3: weather is beautiful. I don't know how you could complain. Not too hot. But
0: but tell them why we are in Tupelo, what we are in the midst of doing, and we pulled off the road in Tupelo. We are touring the Natchez Trace and uh, the historic highway, and we are doing it the right way this time.
3: Yes, we're trying to stop and see... Everything that there is to be seen.
0: Along the trace and in the nearby communities. And so we have had all sorts of fun. We started on the Mississippi River, which is the southern terminus of the uh, the Natchez Trace. And um, we spent several days. We were going to spend one day, and we spent several days spent four. in Natchez. And what a beautiful city that is, Natchez, uh, Mississippi. We had so much fun.
3: We enjoyed it very much. I'd never been there before and uh, loved it.
0: Yeah, it was good food, lots to see, lots to learn. Now, we're going uh, south to north on the Natchez Trace. Most travelers go the other way. And if there's a right way and a wrong way, there really isn't. But if there were, the right way is the way we're doing it now, from the south to the north, because this is the way most of the original travelers went. Most of the original travelers uh, floated their goods and their products to market on the Mississippi River, and they got off in Natchez, and uh, they sold their products, and they even sold the, the, the you know, wooden flatbed boats that they took down here, because you can't go upstream in those things. So they sold them for lumber, and then they walked the 444 miles from Natchez to Nashville. And what history is along the trace?
3: Yeah, they really carved out a path all the years of all the different people
0: in that path. We have done this. Yeah, I mean, we'll show you in the videos that we're doing. We're going to do a whole series on the trace because I think it's a kind of a one of those great trips that any RVer can take. You can do it in a week or less. Uh, four to five days is probably the minimum I think you should spend We've done it before in like a day and a half, and that just was like a green blur. It's a very pleasant drive because there's no commercial traffic on it. There's no billboards. Um, the communities along the way that you can pull off are very welcoming, but we're gonna we're taking our time. This is day three as we record the podcast from Tupelo, and um, we'll have videos uh, on all of this starting in Natchez, and you'll see a whole series, but if you've never done it, uh, put it on your bucket list. I think that this is an easy trip that everybody can do, and it's fun. There's lots of hiking, all that stuff, right?
3: Yes, and southern hospitality is always wonderful, and it's always nice to have uh, your tourism dollar appreciated.
0: And and it is along the route from Natchez to uh, to here. Uh, we're we're gonna finish here in a day or so, and then. Uh, take our way all the way up to Nashville so we'll, we've will we got at least two more days on the trace and uh, that'll be a five day trip that we've took and we really could have done it in seven because there's, if we stopped a little a little more yeah,
3: frequently I was going to say we could have probably have done it in ten and then it depends on whether you want to get off on these bordering cities because every city has got stuff to yeah, see yeah. it's got something to see
0: so anyway look for that that'll be a, a video series on YouTube we'll have some big blog posts on it as well and uh, it, it, this is the kind of thing you can do Spring and fall are always the best months. It can get pretty sticky and hot in the summer, but even the summer is really nice. We've done it in the middle of summer, Mm -hmm. but we've never done it the way the original travelers did, which is south to north, and and that's what we're doing. We're at uh, mile 259 right now, and we're going to go all the way to 440.
3: You said the way the original travelers did it. I thought you were going to say walk it or well. ride a horse. <laughs> I don't know which would be worse, walking or riding a horse, 444 yeah. miles.
0: Oh, my gosh. That was pretty rough wilderness here. Pretty rough. Uh, lots of dangers. That's a lot of great adventure stories that we'll be telling in the video series. Um, Bo, let's see. Bo is with us. He's he is. At, he's in the back of the RV uh, enjoying some cross ventilation right now. And he's been... It's been a pretty good trip to have with the dog. Uh, Bo met some National Park Service folks, and uh, he got a great award. So Bo became a what?
3: He beca- Bo became a bark ranger.
0: And what is a bark ranger?
3: Well, the B stands for Bo had to learn things. B, <laughs> as well as Bo's owners, bag your poop. A, always wear a leash. R, to respect wildlife. know where you can go. And then, of course, that means where you can't go.
0: And that means staying on the path, not putting your nose in rattlesnake dens, things like that. And uh, they give the dogs, a. if you see a National Park volunteer, ask him, uh, and you have a pet, tell him you want him to become a bark ranger, and they give a really neat little badge, a National Park badge for your collar, dog's collar.
3: That is really a good way to educate people.
0: Now, they were also telling us about an initiative they're trying across the country that uh, involves particularly RVers who leave their dogs in their RVs. They may turn the generator on, they may have the air conditioner on, but they don't encourage that. They discourage that.
3: Yeah, they don't want it. I know several states, they will not allow you to do that, and they say they will smash your window and rescue your dog, but I think all the national parks might be headed in that direction too, that you may not leave a pet in the vehicle.
0: Yep, they're making a strong point of telling you, don't leave your patent, go out on a tour. And uh, I think that's good advice. You know, now we have had the air conditioning and the generator on today. It's very warm here in Tupelo. Um, but, you know, we've only been gone for like five, 10 minutes just to take video of <laughs> those 14 stops that took us five hours yeah. to do. <laughs> uh, we had fun making that video.
3: And Bo went with us on several of the spots.
0: He did. Anyway, all that, we'll have much more about the Natchez Trace and stuff in our YouTube video uh, channel and uh, we'll have stuff on our rvlifestyle.com blog. But congratulate Bo. He is now an official Bark Ranger. This part of the podcast brought to you by Camping World. Camping World is America's number one RV dealer and with summer quickly approaching, it is, it's like 75 down here today. Camping World has everything viewers need to get on the road and explore. Hundreds of locations throughout the country. Make it easy for travelers to get RV essentials and extras like camping chairs, fire pits, electrical accessories. We kind of think of uh, Camping World stores as an oasis as we do our travelers. Uh, There's there's just so many things to do as we do our traveling. Um, They have a great selection of RV products and accessories. They have top-notch service. And we can give you a special discount as a listener to the podcast. Uh, You can get 10% off your purchase of $99 or more if you use the coupon code RV Lifestyle Ten, all in caps, RV Lifestyle Ten, at checkout at CampingWorld.com, ten percent off. If you lose the use the coupon code RV Lifestyle Ten.
1: News. Mike's got news. RV news. Travel news. Inside information and trends that shape the RV lifestyle. Here's the RV news of the week.
3: A man who was mauled by a grizzly bear near Baker's Hole Campground just outside Yellowstone National Park died last weekend from his injuries. Montana officials said the man suffered significant scalp and facial injuries and was airlifted to a medical center in Idaho. The campground is in the Custer-Gallatin National Forest, which was closed temporarily for public safety reasons. Montana officials found, shot, and killed the grizzly bear, which charged and attacked them after several unsuccessful attempts to scare and haze the animal. Later, they learned the male grizzly was protecting food, a moose carcass. We mention all this to warn you about bear safety, especially this time of year as bears start to wake up from winter hibernation and are hungry. Remember, when you are in bear country... Always carry bear spray and know how to use it.
0: More details are coming out about the new Utah Raptor State Park in Utah, just outside Arches National Park. And man, we cannot wait to visit. Uh, This new park is on what's being described as a gold mine of dinosaur bones with at least eight Utah raptors, hence the park's name, pulled out of the ground here along with many, many other dinosaur varieties. State officials are talking about installing 100 campsites at this new park. Uh, They have a special entrance to Arches National Park from the state park and also having a special memorial for a Japanese-American internment camp once uh, on that same exact land. So look for that. That's coming really soon. The Utah Raptor State Park right outside Arches.
3: We all know the RV industry generates a lot of income to the economy, but a recent story caught our eye. apparently, in Indiana, dubbed the RV capital of the world, RV sales were worth 6.8 billion more than any other state. next highest was California with 2.2 billion, and in terms of revenue from parks and campgrounds, Indiana generated 44 million annually.
0: Well, they deserve that title, RV Capital of the world. That's- that's amazing. 6.8 billion. Nearest competitor state, 2.2 billion. So Indiana is, through RVs, uh, the mecca. All right, our last story today has to do with National Park Week, a time to celebrate America's national parks. And uh, as this episode is being released on April 21st, uh, we want to let you know that National Park Week continues through Sunday, and it is a great time to visit a national park. If you're interested in one of the special activities, they all have special things going on this week. For instance, this Saturday, the park's junior ranger program will be celebrated, meaning most parks will have special children's events tied to their junior ranger program. Uh, Thursday is Earth Day, focused on stewardship. Uh, Sunday is Bo's favorite, and this is that new initiative we told you about Bark Ranger Day, dedicated, of course, to dogs. Every park in the country is celebrating a little bit differently. So if you find yourself near a national park, be sure and check ahead. The News of the Week, sponsored by EmpireCovers.com. Empire Covers makes quality covers for your RV that will protect them from the elements. RV season just around the corner, but the change of seasons also brings rain and mud and pollen and other elements that you have to waste your time cleaning or worse It can end up damaging your RV. So whether you own an RV, a travel trailer, or a camper, empirecovers.com. Remember that address, empirecovers.com. They're here to help you protect all of your vehicles against Mother Nature. Empirecovers.com offers high-quality, affordable covers, engineered to protect. They come with a free warranty to guarantee it will remain durable over time. RV podcast listeners can receive free shipping. That's a big deal plus an extra 15% off the entire order. Visit empirecovers.com and use the promo code, in caps, RV Lifestyle at checkout. Empirecovers.com. Protect what you love.
2: Questions? You've got them. Mike and his network of RV reporters have the answers. Here's one of our questions of the week.
4: Hi, Jen and Mike. This is Peter Kehoe and Despina Raises in Arlington, Virginia. We recently finished the seven-week trip from here to Florida and back, staying at commercial and state park campgrounds. Never once did we need to use the leveling blocks that take up a lot of room in our Airstream interstate storage area. Would it be a mistake for me to leave them out For our next trip, even if we do some boondocking, your advice is greatly appreciated. Bye.
0: Well, uh, I don't know, Peter, whether you have an automatic leveling system on that uh, interstate. If you do, um, you could probably get away with leaving those leveling blocks at home. But if you do not already have an automatic leveling system, those blocks, particularly when you're boondocking, will come in handy. You know, the terrain on when you're boondocking can be pretty uneven.
3: It's always good to be prepared.
0: Yep, and that's what those leveling blocks let you do. You can slip one or two of those. You know, those leveling blocks, I think you're talking about the little Lego-like ones that, uh, you know, they're like a foot by a foot, you know, and that, that takes up room. You got a class B, you don't have a lot of storage room. I wouldn't leave it at home because there may be times, even if you have automatic levelers, where... It's just easier to put a put it under one or it might be such an uneven terrain if you're boondocking that you need to put a couple of the leveling blocks underneath the levelers the automatic levelers. so uh, as Jen says, being prepared I think is uh, is a key thing
3: Maybe you don't have to take the whole package just some
0: yep. Um,
3: the whole container.
0: But that's good. You found nice and flat spaces and sites, and uh, that's always something that our viewers appreciate, uh, especially uh, especially my bride, who's the princess in the peace. She wants it level when she goes to sleep.
3: Yeah, I, I don't want to feel like I'm on a ship on the ocean.
0: Yeah. Peter, it was great to hear your voice and all of you, if you have questions, many of you know, I listen know, listen to us on our Ask Us Anything uh, live stream video question and answer session every Sunday night on uh, YouTube and Facebook, but uh, we can't get to all the questions we do an hours worth then, but what we ask you to do is if we didn't get your question, just call it in on our special voicemail line. Hey
2: travelers want to have your voice featured on the rv podcast send us your questions or comments
1: send an audio file to mike at rvlifestyle.com or better yet use our rv podcast voicemail number 586-372-6990 586-372-6990
2: we want to hear from you call 586-372-6990
0: of the RV podcast is brought to you by Battleborne Batteries, makers of quality, safe and reliable lithium batteries that can be installed in just about any kind of RV, whether it's a Class A, Class C, a B van, a camper van, a, a fifth wheel, a towable trailer, whatever it is. They are experts in those kinds of RVs. They can give you different battery solutions. You you want lithium if you're going to go out and especially if you're going to be boondocking because Uh, They let you have sustained adventures off the grid. Their batteries offer better performance. They charge faster. They charge fuller. Lithium batteries are longer lasting. They weigh about half as much as an AGM battery. And lithium batteries are maintenance free. You get a 10-year warranty. Jennifer and I have two of them, two 100-amp systems. And uh, we could not be more happy with them. They are awesome. So check them out. Just go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. That's rvlifestyle.com slash lithium.
1: Time now for the RV Podcast Interview of the Week. Interesting, entertaining, and helpful information about the RV lifestyle. Here's Mike with this week's interview.
0: All right. We have found what we have believe is the best weather app for RV travel. What it does is it takes National Weather Service weather forecasts showing our viewers the weather along the route at the time they reach all the different points along the route that they're taking. We just used it for example as we as we drove from Florida up to Natchez, Mississippi. This app allows you to compare different routes, you can create stops, uh, you can interactively change departure time and other features and see instantly how that's going to affect the weather that you'll be encountering at the various times that you reach uh, those different cities along your route. Uh, The name of the app is uh, called Drive Weather. It's a free app for uh, iOS or Android. We interviewed the developer of the app, Paxton Calvinese, and he talks about how the Drive Weather app is perfect for RVers.
5: The developer
0: of Road Trip Weather, Paxton Calvinese, joins us right now on the RV Podcast phone line. And uh, Paxton, you have a really neat app. I'm very impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Let's tell everybody a little bit about what it does and uh, how it is different than than the standard weather apps out there. Um, Give us the uh, 10th. You are a pilot, so this is an easy one for you. Give us the 10,000-foot overview on how it came to be and uh, what this app does and why it's of particular interest to RVers.
4: Okay, I'll be happy to. Um, So I'll tell you what it does right off the bat. It essentially shows you all the weather at each point of your route when you would get there. And so and that's kind of the heart of what it does. Um, It presents the weather very clearly in a way that you can make a quick decision. And so going back to, I developed a pilot app um, a few years prior to this one, where and I'm a private pilot, and I'm in Chicago, and I would fly out to the Rocky Mountains, and in a small airplane, you're very susceptible to the weather, and actually, a lot of pilots you know, end up in a lot of trouble and end up in act, you know fatal accidents because of the weather, and I didn't want to be one of those guys, so I would spend a lot of time evaluating the weather as it relates to flight, and with aviation weather, there's a lot to look at. And it, it, would, it would take me about 15 to 20 minutes to do a full, like weather planning before I would fly. And that's a, that's a lot of time and it's, it wasn't particularly difficult, but it was very tedious and time consuming and a lot of mathematics and a lot of opportunities for errors. And so I was, um I was a software developer for way too many years um, consulting in Chicago. And then I finally kind of got out of that and I, was learning how to fly and I kind of saw this opportunity where nobody had made this, with these, you know, really uh, put all the weather together in one app or one presentation. And so I, I did that and it, and it worked pretty good. It basically took that 15 minute process down to like literally seconds because I could just look at everything at once and, there, and the app would calculate when I would be at each point of my trip.
0: So, Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm leaving for a trip, uh, and let's say, uh, actually, I'm going to use this on a trip I'm doing, uh, I'm doing myself, but let's say we we so we enter in where we are now, our current city, where we want to go, yeah. and uh, as I look at this app, and what we should tell about, it, this app is uh, for both Google and, uh, or for both Android and uh, the iOS platforms, and right. I look at it, and I plug in where I want to go. And then, right. uh, tell me what I see and what I, uh, what I can, uh, I can learn from that.
4: Okay. So then, then you'll hit, uh, you know, get the, get the weather button and it will show you the route and then all these dots along the route. And so you will see if there's any rain. And, and so actually let me back up at the bottom. You have a time slider, which shows, which allows you to set your departure time or the time that you would leave. And so you could, scroll back and forth on that time slider and it will interactively update the weather. And this is so, important
0: for someone who wants to know, say there's a, there's a line of thunderstorms going through or in the winter, it's a blizzard. Right. So you can right. adjust that schedule to see, am I going to beat the snow ahead of it or can I come in after it or the rain? Exactly.
4: Exactly. You like in the morning, if you, if you know you're traveling that day, you, the full version will allow you to go for seven days, and the free version gives you up to two days of weather. So you could, if you you know you're leaving in a day or two, you have a quick scan of what you can expect. And as you get closer and closer to that time, they update the forecast. The, update, the forecast is being updated every hour, and so you get more and more accurate the closer you are. But essentially, you could say if you know a thunderstorm's coming, you want to wait a few hours before you leave. Or if you know you have to leave at a certain time, it will tell you that. You know, to miss, you know, a storm or high winds or something like
0: that. Now, where does this weather information come from?
4: Come from? It's courtesy of your tax dollars. The National Weather Service is the provider that I use, so it's funded by you know the U.S. government. So it's, and I just so I just illustrate it. I don't the drive weather app doesn't. We don't generate our own forecast. We just take uh, what the government. Uses the National Weather Service and just illustrate it,
0: and it will tell us the weather that we're going to experience on our route. It uh, shows uh, uh, some some bright uh, icons for different. It's very easy to tell what it's going to be overcast, and that's a great right. Line. So
4: I have a yeah. uh, gray dot for overcast and blue for clear blue skies, so you can kind of see that. And then if there's going to be any weather, it would show you that icon for a rain or snow or Freezing rain or um, fog.
0: When I first tried this, I was amazed. It also allows me to see a couple of different routes to my destination, and to yes. choose the one that has the best weather.
4: Yes, you could you could easily switch between different routes and see uh, which one you want to, which is the best one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've I know there were other apps that have. Sort of done that, and they basically tell you what the forecast is for one area. But uh, yours also uh, is updated, right? So if I take off at nine thirty and my destination is at two in the afternoon, um, by eleven o'clock, that information is different than what it was at nine thirty. So I can see much more current forecasts. Is that? Am I reading this correctly?
4: Um, I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so. Essentially, the app will update every time it's opened with the latest forecast, um, but it calculates as you, based on the departure time, it will calculate uh, when you'll be at each point.
0: And then you it, see the weather at each point.
4: Yes, you see the weather at each location, and it's, it's every single, like, like you can see how many dots there are on the route. There's a, there's, you know, a ton of them. And so, you, so it's one thing to know, like if, if I'm, I'm in Chicago, if I go to let's say I don't know, Houston and I'm checking, you could check the big cities like St. Louis, know, all the other Memphis, but this shows really every like five or 10 miles. So you have a much higher resolution of information to look at. Um, it, it helps fill the picture, right? I mean, if it's raining in St. Louis, I mean, what does it really do? Is, is there rain before it or after it? Is it, there's a lot of other questions. It's, so this is much easier than using a standard weather app and checking a few locations. It kind of does all that for you. It's
0: a very handy app, and uh, it's it's very simple to use. I love to play around with that slider. Now, we should tell everybody, this app is free. You can download this is, free, yeah. and right. uh, you do have a premium version available, but the free app is, uh, what, what uh, does the free app give you?
4: So the free app will let you do like a 900-mile trip, which is probably good for a day. Day's journey in addition to up to two days of weather. Um, and then the the on the paid version, and it has ads, the free version also has ads. The paid version will let you do seven days of weather, unlimited trip length. You could also see the winds on the uh paid version, which is pretty helpful for RVers. And then uh, you you could add stop points and waypoints. So if you're planning a long trip, or a multi day trip, you could add in a stop for, for overnight for up to two days and it will tell you it will hold the weather at that point and show you what with the with that stop what it will look like after you continue your journey. If that makes sense.
0: It does. And then uh there's also uh radar app you can pull up. Radar, radar. yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's always good to check the current conditions. So so the weather that it shows you is the forecast, right? That's the predictive. The computers generate this forecast and you know, the forecast is sometimes wrong and and then so I always recommend check the radar too because you never know uh what's going on. The radar is historical, which means right, it's what has just happened and you want to see where that intersects with your route.
0: So one of the ways that that I see this really handy is uh, I'm doing a 350 mile trip today on a longer route. I want to find a place to stop. And I see that rain is coming into the forecast. Uh, I can uh, speed up or stop somewhere else and avoid that. And it it just gives me this really nice graphical interface. Uh, And then um, the pro version, as you said, is for seven days. I used this for five minutes, and then I bought the pro.
3: (laughs) That's how (laughs) how that was.
0: And I did see something about um, the roads that it covers. I was worried that it just took interstates, but actually, I'm traveling. uh, I'm doing a a trip to some of the uh, southern states off the interstates, and it's even it shows me that too. Describe what the difference between road trip and interstate. Well, you know, is you've got that interstate Uh category.
4: Sure. So basically I get the weather on the paid version, the craft, the, track, the uh, directions, uh, uses Google's, um, mapping software and it's kind of, it's whatever they return to you. So they're going to find the thought, they'll give you a few options. Usually what you could do is in the settings, you could turn like, uh, ex- exclude interstates. So then it would uh, force you to use the other routes. You could also set, if you have a specific route that you want to follow, you could set what's called a waypoint in the search. And this is again for the pro or paid version. So you could force it, you could force the routing to take a specific path.
0: Well, um, it's it's I, a very handy app for viewers, And, of course, we're doing a podcast interview, uh, uh, but uh, they can go to the site driveweatherapp.com. We'll put a link in the show notes for the podcast driveweatherapp.com. And uh, we will be using it ourselves, and I'm sure, uh, in our future videos that we do on our YouTube channel and uh, elsewhere. We'll be talking more about it. And in the show notes for this episode, uh, as we describe this app, I will put some screen grabs in as well to show folks what it looks like uh, for those listening to the podcast. Uh, our guest has uh, has been Paxton Calvinese. He is the, uh, de- the founder and the creator of Drive, the Drive Weather app for both uh, the uh, the Android platform and the iOS platform. Paxton, thank you for being our guest on the podcast you got a great app there, and I I think a lot of RVers are going to be very happy with that. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This part of the podcast is brought to you by PeaceOfMindForRVs.com. Remember that web address, all one word, PeaceOfMindForRVs.com. It's an emergency transportation coverage solution that pays 100% of all ambulance charges by ground, by air, Anywhere, whether you're in your RV, whether you're in your passenger car, whether you're in your backyard, whether you're on an RV trip. And look, emergencies are scary enough. But here's what a lot of people don't understand when it comes to ambulances by ground or air. It isn't up to you if your insurance company deems one medical and a necessity. It isn't even up to the EMT who's live on the scene. It's only up to the insurance company. And one out of every seven ground ambulance claims are denied. Air ambulances, which uh, are routinely called for in remote areas where you need to be transported immediately to a hospital, because they are deregulated, they're classified not as an ambulance but as a common carrier and not a medical expense, which makes air ambulances one of the most denied insurance claims anywhere. Now, the good news is that you can go to peaceofmindforrvs.com and you can make sure that if you need an ambulance by air, you are not stuck with the $50,000-plus average bill. Peace of Mind for RVs provides emergency transportation coverage, covers 100% of all ground ambulances, air ambulances, and a slew of additional benefits like return home services, uh, recuperate close to home, visitor transportation, vehicle return, lots more. Just check it out. Jennifer and I are members of this, and we really recommend that you check it out too. It's called PeaceOfMindForRVs.com.
2: Time now for Off the Beaten Path. A unique RV podcast travel suggestion you probably won't find in a guidebook. Here's Mike.
0: My- All right, this is Off the Beaten Path report from Tom and Patty Burkett. Take us to Georgia in a town called Vidalia.
6: Hi, Mike and Jennifer. You can go on the internet and for a couple of bucks, buy a packet of Vidalia onion seeds. You can plant them in your garden and grow big crunchy onions. You can even, as some woman did, dig up 40 cubic feet of soil from a Vidalia, Georgia field and use it to fill a raised garden bed at your house. But you still won't get the mild sweet flavor of these unique onions raised only right here in this little town in Georgia.
5: Stop by the Onion Museum when you're passing through southeast Georgia and you can verify these and many other facts. You can see the famous onions growing right outside the front doors. You can sit in a rocker on the porch and bake in the summer sun. And like French Champagne and English Stilton cheese, you can pick up a bag of onions that only come from one small five-county area here in the red clay country of Georgia.
6: Once upon a time, some of us can still remember it, Vidalia onions came to your local store in season. Like peaches or fruitcake, they were only available for a few weeks each year. That was until a local teacher bought a stack of five-gallon buckets and spent more than a year experimenting with temperature, humidity, and oxygen levels to find just the right combination for preserving them year-round. What a boon to onion farmers and onion lovers alike. Not like the bumper crop of 1940 when, quote, A heap of rotting onions covered more than an acre, stood 30 feet high, and wafted a stench you could smell for more than 10 miles, end quote.
5: Among the many things you'll find out at this tiny museum of giant onions is that Vidalia is also the home of Piggly Wiggly, the venerable southern grocery chain. Jerry Ackenbach brought Wall Street expertise to the marketing and distribution of Vidalia's through national supermarkets. Others, seed men, farmers and scientists all did their part and you can find out about them all here, where many tell their stories in video interviews.
6: This part of the state boasts several alpaca farms and the Harvest Host Network, farm markets like the Tombs County Market nearby, and a variety of lake and river campgrounds. Stay on the Altamaha River and you can keep your eyes peeled for the Altamaha-ha, half sturgeon, half dinosaur, and said to haunt the water on dark nights. It's a little bit sweet, and a little bit spicy out here off the beaten path.
0: It certainly is. And this part of the podcast brought to you by Harvest Hosts. Again, as the Burkett said, there's some alpaca farms where you can stay for free if you're a member of Harvest Hosts. Harvest Hosts have more than 2,000 wineries, farms, microbreweries, and attractions that are open to RVers for overnight stays. But you have to be a member. It's a membership service, and it provides uh, camping at all those places. I mean, unique spots, beautiful spots. Heads up, we can save you 15% off the normal membership fee. You'll you'll make up for it. I mean, the average rent for a, a campsite now is approaching $50 at most campgrounds. A couple of campsites free at uh, Harvest Host, and you've more than paid for your membership fee. But we can save you 15%. if you use the coupon code HH. Go to R and you got to go to this address. You got to go to this address. Don't go to anything else. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash HH. That will automatically get you into that coupon code we're talking about, rvlifestyle.com slash HH.
2: What's happening? Time now to check the RV calendar of events and gatherings you need to know about.
0: All right, we have three of them for you. One of them is virtual, and that's coming up this uh, this weekend, April 24th and 25th. It's the second annual Hit the Road Summit. And it's uh, the Hit the Road Summit is with Mark and Julie Bennett, our friends from RV Love. And they have 30 other presenters. Uh, you can learn about that uh, online, attending it all online at hittheroadrvsummit.com. One word, hittheroadrvsummit.com. All right, a couple of in-person events to mark on your summer calendar. The first, June 10th through the 13th, it's the Tampa Bay Summer RV Show held at the uh, beautiful Florida State Fairgrounds near Tampa, Florida. And then August 12th through the 15th, it is the Midwest RV Super Show at the RV Motorhome Hall of Fame in Elkhart, Indiana.
1: That wraps up another episode of the RV Podcast with Mike and Jennifer Wendland.
2: New episodes are released every Wednesday, and the best way to stay connected is to subscribe to the RV Podcast.
1: We're in all the popular podcast apps, and you can also listen on the RVLifestyle.com travel blog.
2: Till next time, happy trails, fellow travelers. We'll be looking for you down the road.
0: All right, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? It was. And we can't wait to hit the road. We are on the Natchez Trace. Uh, Continue to follow us at Instagram. Just go to RV Lifestyle Mike. We're posting pictures and we'll have lots of reports. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Don't forget fresh content every day on our travel blog, RVLifestyle.com.
3: Happy trails.